الحمد لله الحمد لله رب العالمين الحمد لله وحده الحمد لله أولا وآخرا والحمد لله على كل حال وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له له الملك وله الحمد يحيي ويميت وهو على كل شيء قدير قل اللهم مالك الملك تؤتي الملك من تشاء وتنزع الملك ممن تشاء وتعز من تشاء وتذل من تشاء بيدك الخير إنك على كل شيء قدير وأشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا وهادينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم عبده ورسوله وما كان الله ليعذبهم وأنت فيهم وما كان الله معذبهم وهم يستغفرون من يطع الله ورسوله وأولي الأمر من المؤمنين فلا مضل له ومن يعصي الله ورسوله وأولي الأمر من المؤمنين فلا هادي له ومن يعتصم بالله فقد هدي إلى صراط مستقيم أما بعد أيها المؤمنون يقول الله سبحانه وقوله الحق وقوله فصل الخطاب إن فرعون على في الأرض وجعل أهلها شيعا يستضعف طائفة منهم يذبح أبناءهم ويستحيي نساءهم إنه كان من المفسدين ونريد أن من على الذين استضعفوا في الأرض ونجعلهم أئمة ونجعلهم الوارثين ونمكن لهم في الأرض ونري فرعون وهامان وجنودهما منهم ما كانوا يحذرون These ayat located at the beginning of surah al-qasas rehearse to us a lesson from history that is applicable to our world and to the human condition. إِنَّ فِرْعَوْنَ عَلَى فِي الْأَرْضِ وَجَعَلَ أَهْلَهَا شِيَعًا Fir'aun 
reached a position of supremacy on earth rendering its occupants into fragmented groups notice how general the ayah speaks Pharaoh, a uh, description of a, an autocrat an authoritarian a monarch an absolute ruler a dictator a despot all of these descriptions fall under the definition of Pharaoh, and that could apply to anyone in our life in our world who is defined by these descriptions inna fir'auna ala fil ard al ard could mean a peculiar land and it could mean the world whatever the conf- the boundaries of his domain is doesn't concern us immediately in the condition that we are in we can have a Pharaoh today who could be a world power we can have a Pharaoh today who could be a regional power we could have a Pharaoh today who could be a local power inna fir'auna ala fil ardi wa ja'ala ahlaha shi'a and then he turns the occupants of the land or of the earth into frictional groups of people fragmented segments of the population this is a social law that Allah is providing us this is the way these types of people act when they reach these positions of unlimited power and unrestrained authority and unchecked governance they practically to perpetuate their position they practically have a common thread that links them from time immemorial up until this day and up until the end of time inna fir'auna ala fil ardi wa ja'ala ahlaha shi'a now just this sentence does this remind you of something of someone of some characters and figures in our world we speak english i mean the common language here is english and it is very well known in political science or in social sciences they say divide and rule or divide and conquer two of these statements are very well known but when a muslim comes and wants to express the same idea using an ayah from the Quran the Muslim encounters a difficulty in that in which he does not understand that this ayah 
preceding all of the social sciences we have today that gave us the expression maybe from the, maybe from the time of Machiavelli divide and conquer you divide people so that you can conquer them you divide population so you can rule over them you divide countries so that you can steal their resources in other words you divide so that you may continue to get away with what you are doing inna fir'auna ala fil ardi wa ja'ala ahlaha shi'a yastad'ifu ta'ifatan minhum he disempowers a segment of them he disenfranchises a segment of them yastad'ifu ta'ifatan minhum notice that the ayah uses two words shi'a and ta'ifa shi'a in the in the plural the pharaoh those people who are in superpower positions they carve up the world into different countries into different nation states that's what we have in today's real world and then they sit on their throne taking advantage of this divided and divisive world and then what does he do then in this divided political geographical social religious sectarian terrain of the world as it is carved up he targets a ta'ifa he targets a group of them notice he can't target all of them so he chooses to target a group of them in this particular instance the ayah is referring to Bani Israel who were the first target of this Pharaoh and why did the Pharaoh pick on Bani Israel the world has many peoples in it but why did he choose to pick on this particular group of people because this particular group of people carries in it a message from God he kills off their sons the sons of Bani Israel he kills them off and he lets their women live Indeed, this type of person, this Pharaoh, remember the Pharaoh in history and the Pharaoh in our time, is on a has a policy of facade, of corruption. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, 
one in, in the middle of all of this, you think these people, because they have all the power, they can get away with whatever they want to do. Then Allah says, وَنُرِيدُ أَنَّ مُنَّ عَلَى الَّذِينَ اسْتُضْعِفُوا فِي الْأَرْضِ وَنَجْعَلَهُمْ أَئِمَّةً وَنَجْعَلَهُمُ الْوَارِثِينَ But we want, Allah wants, in these conditions, He wants to favor those who have been denied power. وَنُرِيدُ أَنَّ مُنَّ عَلَى الَّذِينَ اسْتُضْعِفُوا فِي الْأَرْضِ Denied power on earth, denied power in the land, denied physical power. Allah wants to favor them. If Allah wants to favor a people like that, even though they appear to have no arms, they appear to have no power, no resources, no wealth, nothing. Allah says, we want to fit when we read ala ladina stutrifu fil ard wanajalahum a immetam wanajalahum ulwarifin. And we want to make of them leaders, and we want to make of them those who inherit the affairs of this world. Heirs to this world. وَنَجْعَلَهُمُ الْوَارِثِينَ وَنُمَكِّنَ لَهُمْ فِي الْأَرْضِ And we want to have their position firm in this world, stable in this world. وَنُرِيَ فِرْعَوْنَ وَهَامَانَ وَجُنُودَهُمَا مِنْهُمْ مَا كَانُوا يَحْذَرُونَ And we want to show Fir'aun and his assistant and his troops from these mustadhafeen we want to show Fir'aun and his elite that which they were afraid to see coming from these mustadhafeen so that fear in these types of people is there but this is not done when people are not involved, you can't get this going if there are no people involved. Now, this same ayah, when Allah Jalla wa'ala says, Inna Fir'auna ala fil ard, He became supreme in the world, on earth. The same word, is used concerning Bani Israel. In this ayah, Banu Israel were mustadhafeen, istudhaifu fil ard. In another ayah, in Surah Al-Isra, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says when he speaks about, in the first page of Surah Al-Isra, he, he says, وَلَا تَعْلُنَّ عُلُوًا كَبِيرًا وَقَضَيْنَا إِلَى بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلَ فِي الْكِتَابِ لَتُفْسِدُنَّ فِي الْأَرْضِ مَرَّتَيْنِ وَلَا تَعْلُنَّ عُلُوًا كَبِيرًا When Allah Jalla wa'ala spoke about the Pharaoh, he says, عَلَى فِي الْأَرْضِ 
when he speaks now about Bani Israel, he says, In a sense, this superiority and this supremacy of material and physical and military power has become now the description of Bani Israel. They went from being istudifu fil ard to becoming wala ta'alunna uluwa la tufsidunna fil ardi marratayn wala ta'alunna uluwan kabira. The exact same description of the Pharaoh. Ala fil ard, that was the Pharaoh. Ta'alunna uluwan kabira is Bani Israel. The Pharaoh. إنه كان من المفسدين بنو إسرائيل لتفسدن في الأرض مرتين. Now بنو إسرائيل have become the pharaoh. And then Allah subhanahu wa taala at the end of this first page in Surah Al-Isra. He speaks about his will in how he's going to deal with the historical Mustadhafin, Bani Israel, the contemporary Musta'aleen, Banu Israel, That position of supremacy and superiority that Bani Israel is in, is going to come to smithereens. It's going to be utterly destroyed. But utter, utterly destroyed by men. By whom? <laughs> it's going to be utterly destroyed by those who Allah wants to favor. And He wants them to become leaders in their own right and in their own land and he wants them to become heirs of these affairs that we are now speaking about it is not a fantastic transition to speak about the generic terms mustadhafin who are they in today's world? Now the Pharaoh in our 21st century who is the Pharaoh in the 21st century who is picking on those who seem not to have the power, the military might, the wherewithal that the Pharaoh has. Who are they? Look around in the world. Who are they picking on? They can't pick on all of the world. You have to select. So the selection nowadays, you why are they picking on those who right now are carrying the message of Allah just like Bani Israel was carrying the message of Allah in ancient Egypt 
Now there are Muslims in this world who are carrying the message of Allah. Is not the Pharaoh of our contemporary times selecting, targeting, committed revelation bearers, committed Muslims? The problem with today's Muslims is that they don't want to open up their eyes understand what Allah Azza wa Jal is telling them and then looking at the facts and the reality of the world around them and connecting a meaning from heaven with a development on earth that's the problem that we have and when we want to open some eyes regarding this affair all of traditionalism kicks in and they say you're mixing religion with politics or you're mixing religion with current affairs and all of this other nonsense that comes from a schizophrenic mind this doesn't come from an islamically thinking and islamically behaving person case in point nowadays this week the pharaoh of this land is becoming a very accurate description or definition of the pharaoh no regard for laws no regard for civility no regard for coexistence no regard for anything what does he do he dispatches the first country that the head of the CIA goes to, the first country is Turkey. Of all of the world, they pick on Turkey to have it. The first country that is visited, the first time the head of the CIA leaves the United States, he goes to Turkey. Why? Is this, uh, you know, he... He likes the Turkish people, he likes Turkish food, he likes Turkish hospitality. Is that why he went there? Or is there some sinister plans, some strategy that we're speaking about, we are predicting now, and it's going to be unfolding in the coming year or two, if not sooner. And then... The head of the Pentagon, Secretary of Defense, the first country he goes to overseas is Saudi Arabia. What is he's uh, he's anxious to be with the people in Saudi Arabia? Is something he likes about Saudi Arabia that took him there? as the first place to go overseas and this is only the bits and pieces that have surfaced from the mainstream media we don't know if there are other high-ranking officials who are beating a course or a path to other places of Muslims 
there are, this is, you know, what comes out of this is just more war, more animosity, and more misunderstanding among the people. This is not what we as Muslims, this is not what we as Muslims are expected to behave according to. The regime in Saudi Arabia is an enemy of the Muslims, it is an enemy of the Palestinians, it is an, it is an enemy of the Syrians, it is an enemy of the Iraqis, it is the enemy of all the Mustadhafeen on earth. وَنُرِيدُ أَنَّ مُنَّ عَلَى الَّذِينَ اسْتُضْعِفُوا فِي الْأَرْضِ وَنَجْعَلَهُمْ أَئِمَّةِ وَنَجْعَلَهُمُ الْوَارِثِينَ وَنُمَكِّنَ لَهُمْ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَنُرِيَ فِرْعَوْنَ وَهَامَانَ وَجُنُودَهُمَا مِنْهُمْ مَا كَانُوا يَحْذَرُونَ These ayat are clear. These ayat are, spirit, are speaking to people as ignorant. What do they go and do? They go into this masjid. There's no idea that they have in their head. They are filled with traditionalism and fanaticism. And then they begin to express themselves. Inna Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wa'ada alladheena kafaru. إن الذين كفروا كانوا من الذين آمنوا يضحكون وإذا مروا بهم يتغامزون وإذا انقلبوا إلى أهلهم انقلبوا فكهين This is the types Even you have two, three people corruption like you Now you have to prevent اللهم اهدي قومي فإنهم لا يعلمون This is ignorance Brothers and sisters, don't respond to a person like this. This is ignorance. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide these types of people, these fanatics, these who are misinformed, and these people who come. If this person had any goodwill in him, he just wait until the khutbah is over and come and speak just like a Muslim to a brother Muslim very frankly, very openly, and very brotherly, instead of this behavior. This is the type of behavior, behavior that is generated by the decadence in Saudi Arabia and the decadence in these countries that have no minds, that have no thoughts, that don't want to think. They come here like dummies and they leave like dummies. They don't want to listen to reason. This Qur'an is for قَوْمٍ يَتَفَكَّرُونَ These people, they have no minds. They don't want to think. They don't want to speak on the basis of equality. Is this the Islam that we are taught? Is this the Islam of Rasulullah? May Allah's peace and blessings be upon him and his. أَقُولُ قَوْلِ هَذَا وَأَسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهَ لِي وَلَكُمْ ادعوه سبحانه وأنتم على يقين بالإجابة وتوبوا إلى الله إن الله تواب رحيم
الحمد لله الذي هدى وصلى الله وسلم على سيدنا المصطفى وعلى آله وصحبه أولي النهى والتقى Dear brothers and sisters, committed Muslims, let me tell you the facts away from the emotionalism and the irrationality of individuals who don't even have it in their heart to speak as brothers to brothers. In the past four months, Saudi Arabia has expelled 39,000 Pakistanis. This is a fact. It's in the news. It expelled 39,000. That's almost 10,000 Pakistanis every month in the past 10 months. It's, it did so because it says it suspects that they are terrorists. Another one of these regimes in the Arabian Peninsula, the Qatari regime, has forbidden its ex-minister of justice from leaving the country because he expressed some criticism towards his own government. So that regime tells him, you cannot leave the country. The same regime in Qatar spends a half a billion dollars every week. I thought it was going to be every month. No, a half a billion dollars every week to prepare for, you know, in the year 2022, they are going to have the world soccer match played in Doha, Qatar. So in preparation for that, they are spending a half a billion dollars every week to build the necessary constructs, buildings, infrastructure, whatever goes into accommodating the 2022 world soccer games. When you, as a Muslim, as an average reader of the Qur'an, when you read something like this, what do you say? These are, whether they are in the Arabian Peninsula proper, meaning the Saudi regime, or whether they are the statelets on the borders of that regime, when you read that they are doing something like this, you read the Qur'an and then you come across this news item. The Qur'an says, Those who spend without responsibility, those who spend endlessly, those who are profligate in their spending, they are the counterparts of a shayateen, of Satan's. Now, we, no one told them, no Muslim come, came up to them and said, this is what you are required to do. So why do they do something like this? Do we not have 
the mind to read an ayah in the Quran and then look and see what these Arabian shayateen are doing? We can't do something like that? You can't today. The person who gave the khutbah in Mecca. Of course, he spoke. The general presentation was Muslims should stay together. I mean, everything sounds very well on the surface of it. Muslims should stay together. Muslims should not let those who are disturbing their stability get away with their plans. Muslims should... And these are his words. Muslims should present the best of re- responsive- responsiveness to the Imam and obedience to him. Now, who is the Imam? Ask him. Who is the Imam? Your king is, a, is your king an Imam? Is that what you are? Try to say. Just bring it out of your mouth. Say that Salman is an Imam. In that, just the coupling of these two words is enough to expose that imposed ruler on the Arabian Peninsula. Just the combination of those two words. But they don't say that. The closest they come is say, Waliya Amrina. And even that, they don't couple with the name of the king. So in their psychology, they're exposed. On this occasion, this is an occasion, it's been 38 years that the Islamic revolution in Iran has succeeded against all odds. This is an open chapter. We're not saying anything new. Anyone who just opens their mind can see this. And all we are asking is for people, individuals, Muslims or non-Muslims, open your mind and see what is happening. Do you equate the king and the ruler and the pharaoh in Arabia, do you equate him with a legitimate and a person who can speak to the public, the lifestyles, look at the lifestyles only. Forget about what they say. Has anyone ever heard the ruler of the Arabian Peninsula give a coherent speech? Has anyone heard him speak to the public? Even if he's given a piece of paper, he makes mistakes reading the piece of paper in front of him. And you want to call him an imam? Waliya amrina? What's wrong with you? How, how do you judge? How do you make this equivalency? These rulers in the Arabian Peninsula that are called Wulata Amrina. These rulers, they go on vacations and they take with them hundreds of servants and maids. They stack their planes with their own cars, their own transportation, not to speak about their security. You want to equate these types of rulers with 
the popular rulers who are in an Islamic state that has survived 38 years of all of these conspiracies, all of these wars, and it is cut and from ta- and from generation to generation, it becomes stronger, more confident. Look, what has the Arabian Peninsula given us or given the world? Is there any infrastructure that they have? Right now, they one of their the the, the person who's the head of their armed forces, Al Asiri, he says. The world, the international community should take, should adopt a new strategy concerning Iran. Who are you? I mean, you're a military man. You speak to the international community, even in your military. It's been almost two years now that you're at war with an impoverished, poor, mustadhaf country like Yemen. Spending all of the wealth that is that belongs to the average person, and we can't hold you accountable. We can't say that something is wrong with you. You're doing something wrong. Are you above Allah and His Prophet? You can't be brought into the public domain, and your mistakes cannot be pointed to. What are you, masums? Are you infallible? Are you immaculate? They dare, whoever they are, Muslims or non-Muslims, seems like they say, we want to go after terrorism. You want to go after terrorism? You go to the financiers of terrorism. You go to those who indoctrinate students in terrorism. Why don't you do that? Why don't you go to the source? Because you know the source is you. That's where the source is. You don't want to go after yourself. And you want to begin to point your fingers. Pick on the mustadhafin in the world. We feel sorry for those. There are some Muslims who have gone off on a tangent. They don't know that they are doing the will of the superpowers. They think that they are on a path and a course to Allah but they don't know that they are being used. Some of them are sincere. Some of these, if you read about some of these individuals, some of them became Muslims. Some of them were born into Muslim families. They think right now, these are called the Dawa'ish and ISIS and Nusra and all of this other stuff. They are simply misled. We admire and we salute the sincere Muslims in the past 38 years who have been giving what is near and dear to them for the cause of Allah, not tainted by being instruments of superpowers, instruments of the Pharaoh. They brought to our attention, they actually actualized the meanings of many ayat in the Qur'an and we are indebted to them for that. Inna Allah ashtara min al-mu'minina anfusahum wa amwalahum bi-anna lahumul jannah yuqatiluna fi sabilillah fayaqtuluna wa yuqtalun 
وعدا عليه حقا في التوراة والإنجيل والقرآن ومن أوفى بعهده من الله فاستبشروا ببيعكم الذي بايعتم به وذلك هو الفوز العظيم Believe it or not, in this past week or 10 days, there was a network of Daishis in the Arabian Peninsula that was led by a woman. See how extremes breed extremes? The extreme nonsense of the ruling family there is breeding extreme reactions from the base of the people, of their population. Unheard of. Dawaish, led by a woman. Saudi Arabia is telling its students here in the United States, and this also in the past week or two, do not engage in any political discussions. Don't speak politics. What is this? And now we have this unpredictable pharaoh in Washington, D.C. This fanatic pharaoh is just beginning to show his colors. Right now they are saying there are some type of protests in Los Angeles because there are raids on immigrants. They're raiding them. Is this a matter that concerns us or don't concern, concern us? If our Islam means justice, then this is a matter that concerns us. Tomorrow, they say, there's going to be a gathering here in front of this Islamic center from 5.30 to 7.30 and they're going to walk up to the vice president's office, which is two or three blocks up in that direction. These are not, many of them are not Muslims. But they have a sense of social justice and they have a sense of responsibility. That sense of social justice and responsibility has been stolen from us by the regime in the Arabian Peninsula that finances these dumb yourself down masajid. And it's about time that we are liberated in our hearts and in our minds. Allahumma arina al-haqqa haqqan warzuqna attiba'ah. Wa arina al-baatila baatilan warzuqna ajtinaabah. Wa la taj'alhu multabisan alayna. Waj'alna lilmuttaqina imama. Rabbana innana sami'na munadiyan yunadi lil-eeman. أن آمنوا بربكم فآمنا ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار ربنا وآتنا ما وعدتنا على رسلك ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة إنك لا تخلف الميعاد ربنا صل على محمد وآل محمد وبارك على محمد وآل محمد 
ربنا صل على إبراهيم وآل إبراهيم وبارك على إبراهيم وآل إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والعصر إن الإنسان لفي خسر إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات وتواصوا بالحق وتواصوا بالصبر ومن أظلم ممن منع مساجد الله أن يذكر فيها اسمه وسعى في خرابها أولئك ما كان لهم أن يدخلوها إلا خائفين لهم في الدنيا خزي ولهم في الآخرة عذاب عظيم إن الله يأمركم أن تؤدوا الأمانات إلى أهلها وإذا حكمتم بين الناس أن تحكموا بالعدل إن الله نعم يعظكم به إن الله كان سميعا بصيرا ولذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون وأقم الصلاة